in the well, I won't say it live. <laughs> <laughs> well, I press record that. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever you do say is on record. Right, okay, mate. Sound. Um, Better not say anything naughty about the Tories or anything like that, then, mate. No. But open season on any of the coaches, any of the members. <laughs> mate, mate, it's fine. Which one do you want me to start on? Well, you've been here for a long time now. <laughs> I was going to say that if um, people probably recognize your voice. Yeah. If, if they don't, I was going to say I'm here with Chris Eames. And I wondered if anyone knew who that was. No, 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 no. <laughs> Maybe like people like outside of gyms and stuff, but that's it. Well, I wanted to ask, does anybody call you Chris? Uh, my mother and my other half when she's angry. She's angry. <laughs> Does she call you emo? No, she probably got some. Hey, I really name. can't say. All right. What she calls me. No, no, yeah. she does. She calls me emo to everyone else, but okay. it's like babe or yeah, yeah. the C right. word or whatever. So bless her. Right. Yeah. So um, I have a little clip that I'm going to put up after we record this. Right. Okay. Where it's saying, um, I'll guess who recorded the podcast. And it's at Sid. Yeah. Where the whole crowd is oh. just like, evil, oh, evil, trust me. Yeah, evil. that was uh, it was a nice moment. That was yeah, real nice touch from the guys. Bless so, them. A few warm up questions, just to warm. I mean, you know how important a warm up is. <laughs> yeah, especially at my age, mate. Yeah, of course. So, first question is: peanut butter, crunchy or smooth, or covered in chocolate? Crunchy, right? And smooth. <laughs> I don't really understand the question, mate. But yeah, I'm not a fan of peanut butter, mate. Okay, not a fan of peanut butter. <laughs> I can bring in the follow-up question, the backup question that was created for this moment. That right. is Marmite or marmalade? Oh, oh, mate, that's a hell of a shout. I'll go Marmite, mate. Definitely yeah. go Marmite. We like Marmite in Twitter, mind. But oh. mar- marmalade is... My nan used to make a wonderful marmalade. God rest her soul. So yeah, it was... Um, yeah, I'll go Marmite, mate. Okay. Definitely, mate. I've had this backup question for a while. I think it was Ross that, that brought it up when he was on the podcast. Right. And I never get to use it since he came up because we'd had a run of people going, don't like peanut butter. Oh, really? And I was like, okay. I thought it was the only weird one. Oh, fair uh, enough. No, there's a few weird ones. Right. Um, now, we're going to talk about charity stuff later. Now, one of them was, you, you are someone who is very familiar with the girls. Yes, of course. Yeah. Okay. And if anyone's listening, go to the what? Yeah, 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 yeah. If anyone's in the... the I wasn't group. that popular at school, mate, but yeah, all boys school. I was yeah. going to say, if anyone's in the Chris Dagnan <laughs> tribe yeah. of all, what's Yeah, this? yeah, of course, of course. Um, best and worst? Worst girl, hands down, Karen. Yeah. It's given me doms for about a week. Best girl... Ooh. I'll probably have to say Grace. Yeah, Grace. I do like Helen, though, and Jackie. So, but yeah, Grace, I think, comes. Yeah. And I think there's a poster in the box with the, what, the, the, the different girls. Yeah, yeah the originals. Yeah. So if anybody is listening, going, the what, the what, the Yeah, who? yeah, yeah. They can go and loo. Go and go but when it. they're having a nervous poo before a big workout, yeah. So definitely, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'm that, not that, one of those who likes Fran because it's one of the famous ones. No, Fran's, I've been in the corner shave, sh- shivering after doing Fran. So yeah, no, it's um, not for me. Not for you. <laughs> And uh, you've done a number of um, crazy things to, to raise money. I have, We're going yeah. to talk about one later. Of yeah. the ones you've done so far, yes, which was like the worst or most painful or the one you wouldn't want to repeat? I imagine you want, wouldn't really want to repeat any well, of them. Well, the thing is, is I, I've, I've got to repeat one of them <laughs> soon anyway. Um, believe it or not, the, um, I think the marathons was... A slog, but I was in a mentally different place. I was, uh, I just lost Louise. I was grieving. I was angry. I was full of all the emotions. So, and someone said to me the day after I finished the last one, they were like, I'll give you 500 pounds if you do another one. I said, I'll do another one now for 500 pounds. But he was only joking. But after I did the marathons in the March, after the marathons, I did half marathons weekend. So I biked a marathon and then I rode a half marathon on Saturday and then I ran the bath half on a Sunday. And for some stupid reason, on the last lap, when you've got going up into Queen Square, you've got about five miles to go. There was someone in front of me, and I couldn't get past them. So going up to Queen Square, I put the put the pedal down, went round them, and as I was coming down the hill along to Upper Bristol Road, my hamstrings just went tight. And then I literally played the mental game for five miles, where it was like, you need to stop. But I was like, I can't, I can't. And my hamstrings just gave me so much jip, and that was a very much a, you're getting old you need to pack it in or at least go and see your old rugby physio at least more than once a year. So, but yeah, that was, but I think 
the marathons were emotional. Like I'd wake up every morning and be like, you've got to do it again. But 14 girls in one day, it was, I just got battered. Like I got infections in my fingernails. I got like shoulder bat. My shoulders were bad anyway, but that was more of a, an emotional day. So mate, I could, I could say that that run down into, um, down onto the lower Bristol road was, was a challenge. And I'm not a fan of running as it is, mate. I'm five foot nine, 92 kilos, basically built like a bowling ball. So it's not great. Yeah. Great fun. Prefer to roll downhill. Run <laughs> yeah, downhill. mate. Yeah, I and the problem is I was coming up to where all the all my old school mates who I used to train with, like back in the day of the CrossFit lot, and they were all like cheering. And I, I ran past in the first lap. I looked really comfortable. In the second lap, I remember Town was just like, "You didn't look good, mate." And I was like, I was trying to hide how much pain I was in. And Hopper was like, "No, you yeah. look you looked awful." So yeah, it was um, it's a challenge, mate. But the older you get, the more harder things become. I think. Yeah, which is good that you're you've. You've set more uh, modest goals for the future. <laughs> yeah, a nice modest goal, mate. Yeah, yeah, I get a rest a little bit in between so I can eat a couple of burgers here and there and a few cakes, so it'd be nice. Well, I don't know if Natty's in charge of your nutrition. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay fi- final warm-up question. Right. It's the one I go to on, on all these podcasts. Right, okay. So don't feel that I'm, you know, I'm not getting Mate, I'll straight out of gun, mate. You know me. Who would you choose to play you if we made the CrossFit Bath movie? What, someone I knew or someone famous? Famous or someone. We've we've had, we've had, you know, bed celebrities. We've had famous actors. Ooh. We've had other, I think Pullen picked someone from the bridge because he was like, you can do a good impression of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so uh, I'm trying to think, I think uh, Lydia back in the day picked like Tia Claire to me to play her. Or oh, something fair like. enough. Yeah, but, yeah. Whereas I think Emma Dean went for Scarlett Johansson maybe. So yeah, you know, we have. Yeah, a... not bad on the eye oh, Scarlett, bless her. Um, oh, mate, I could be like originally or go someone like Dwayne Johnson or right. Stone Cold Steve Austin. But um, yeah, I'd probably go with someone down there just because I love the old school wrestling. But then you want someone with a little bit of Farrell, a bit of rough in them. So if he had hair, I'd like to say Jason Statham. But I think he's more of a Ollie Mansbridge sort of look at the moment. Well, he, he, Ollie, he, he I'm looks, pretty sure Ollie picked him. Yeah, he look, to be fair, we have been saying that Mansbridge looks incredible at the moment. So we're basically, when he runs around Timsbury, everyone thinks it's Jason Statham. So yeah, there's um, a few paps out there at the moment trying to catch a glimpse of uh, CrossFit Stumbledore. Yeah, I saw Ollie the other day. Had, hadn't seen him for a while. He'd, yeah. been, he'd been too busy hanging around with the um, oh, yeah. CrossFit elite. Oh, of uh, course, you know, yeah, yeah, of course, and, yeah. And, uh, the guys who run the show, yeah, uh, of course. And I said to him, I can see you've been hanging around <laughs> with these guys because... Yeah, uh, yeah there's no in... cakes in that office, mate. It's all uh, almond butter, Granny Smith apples and the odd uh, and the odd very uh, strong coffee, I can imagine. Yeah. So I have cast you as well because yes. I always... I, I routinely cast people yeah. as well. And I've, I've got two options for you. Right, okay. I've got very kind and then I've got the less kind one. Right, very kind. Oh, well, very kind. Not that kind. This that makes me sound like I'm being, doing you a real favor. <laughs> um, I'd go with Carl Urban. Oh, yeah. He's in that um, army film. I would say he's got a bit about him. So what was the options? Kind and unkind. So, so this was the, the very kind one. Carl Urban. I think he's. Yeah. Yeah. The, the unkind one. I don't know why. I just. There's something a little bit about his look. Yeah. Maybe it's the eyes. I don't know. Yeah. Um. A young Toby Jones, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's um he's in the Jurassic World thing. Yeah, he, Rex is a big fan. He's um he's unkind. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> in Jurassic World he is oh, anyway, yeah, yeah. but he uh, gets his comeuppance. Well, that so. that was sort of I was like, you know, I feel bad because the reason I feel bad picking him is because he I think he's only really been in stuff since he's been a lot older. Yeah. So yeah, even Rochelle was like, "Don't pick him. He's really old." I was like, yeah, "I know, but I'll say a young." <laughs> I'll say yeah. a young one. Yeah, not, not picking an old one. He's he's grown into his roles. Yes, they say. Yeah. like a fine so, one, um, like an Ed Mason, like an Ed Benjamin Mason. Button, as they call him over in Melksham. Apparently, doesn't surprise me. <laughs> yes, right. Let's talk CrossFit. So right, okay, we, we got to go back to the beginning because you are a very long-standing member of yeah. CrossFit Bath. Yeah, to the point that I'm going to assume I'm making an assumption mm. that you first started CrossFit in bath yes of course um because you've been doing it so long yeah that bath that yeah I yeah, yeah, yeah believe you found it somewhere else no, no 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 um but i am intrigued to know what got you through the door in the first place um basically i was 
I was playing a quite a decent level rugby. Well, I played a decent level because I was in a good team. I wasn't very good, but I played in a very good That's side. That's the way to do it, yeah. And I knew Ollie anyway. And obviously I knew Bex Devro as she is now, Bex Hall. And her ex-partner, he used to be the manager of our sevens team that played on the circuit, which I played with Mansbridge. And for ages, he's like, you need to come to CrossFit. You need to come to CrossFit. I'm like, nah, mate, I'm gym junkie. I like being all that because I was playing rugby and that was all off-season. And then one October, I think it was October 2008 um, or 2009. No, it was 2008. Um, I went and Ollie was doing some rugby sessions over down and by the Royal Oak and the Arches. And we did a, it was a workout with like running, uh, box jumps and like cleans with a warble. And I just remember I just went and I remember I finished and I was like, that was, I, I, I enjoyed that. And Ollie's like, yeah, some people love it. Some people like Goldie, who was big, fat and lazy, um, didn't. And I was like, yeah, I'm hooked. And then I did that right up to the Christmas. And then in 2009, I asked Ollie if I could join. He was like, brilliant. And I remember the first time I met Shax, we did a workout together and it was, um, I can't remember what it's called, but we call it Wonstite now because it's something we did in Wonstite, but it was basically you don't stay in, you stay in the same place. You do like, it's a 20 minute AMRAP of sumo dead high pulls, hang power cleans, thrusters, and you just stand there, 40 kilo bar. I remember I just went, I was like, who's this bloke, this angry beaver come in? And then everyone was like, he's like, he's a big deal. I was like, well, all right. And I remember I went toe to toe with him and I literally fell in love with the man as he was going. And I was like trying to keep up with him. And at the end we like had a chat and stuff. And that was when I proper met Shax and I was like, yeah, yeah, I want to be like you. I want to be like Mansbridge. And that's kind of where it went from there, mate. And I did DW, my first DWF, uh, divided we fall in the October or November. And it's still probably the world's worst workouts I did. We had a 3000 meter row to do, um, between the team of four, but a woman didn't row, so it was a free bloke. So I did 500 meters sprint and then rest two minutes, and then again. And I remember Angelo Flamina from GB picked me up off the floor, and I just generally couldn't use my legs. And it was there that I was like, I went somewhere that I'd never been before, but CrossFit Bath won it. And it was just, it was amazing. I loved it, mate. And that was, it kind of overtook rugby then. It was like, well, I don't want to play rugby Saturdays, I'm not going to compete. But back then it was still underground. There wasn't comps every weekend. It was very, it was very, it was very rogue. Like I remember I go to fitness first and I'd have a CrossFit bath t-shirt and everyone would be like, who's that sort of thing? I was like Blade when he walks through all the vampires, like, oh, what's he doing here? Sort of thing. And it was, um, and I enjoyed it. But then as you're aware, mate, it's just got huge. Yeah. It's got massive now. And it's got that stigma of, the problem is they've got this stigma of all these amazing people at the games and fair play to them. They're incredible athletes tops off doing 30 muscle-ups unbroken with a weighted vest and just makes people think, wow, it's training for the gladiators. So yeah, it's, um, that's where it went, man. I kind of, I kind of fell in love with it there and it was good because I was very busy with work and all my other stuff going on. I think it was a good stress relief as well, which I think most people find. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where it started, mate. So, so is there any part of you mm. that sort of, you know, when you really like something and it's very niche yes. and you're like on the inside yeah, and then suddenly everybody likes it and you're like, no, oh, yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. likes that now. It's, yeah. not as, it's not as cool anymore. <laughs> yeah. There Secret a, club, like fight club. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. a little bit of you that's like, oh, CrossFit's getting a little bit too big. Um, a little, few too many people know about it now. I, like, um, I liked it no, back I, in the day. I wouldn't have said that, mate. I, I'm very much one of those people that I'd rather see a world that's very fit than a world that's very unhealthy. Um, it's like... If I see someone who's, how do you say it without offending, like very overweight and I see them running down the road, I'm in awe of them because I'm like, fair play to you, you're trying to change your life. Um, so yeah, mate, it's, the problem is, it's like any sport, you are going to get dickheads with it. And it was always, I can't remember my first few comps, everyone was, it was like roosters walking around, tops off. And mate, I've got the genetics of a penguin, I'm not shredded at all. I remember Shax used to say, mate, it's like a measuring contest. Do you know what I mean? And that's basically what it was. And so, yeah, you but you get that in sport. When I used to play on the seventh circuit, you just get guys walking around, tops off, look at me, watch me play. And it's like, well, you know, the best players are just quiet, rehab properly, and then go out and play. So, and that's the same in CrossFit. The best guys that I ever competed with and against, very quiet, very chilled. I've been thinking about it a lot recently because I sort of had a bit of a realization recently that a lot of the people that are that talk about CrossFit. Yeah. So like, you know, this kind of external media people. and like, Yeah. A lot of them 
I'll also see like on their, their Instagram stories and stuff like that, that, you know, they train in a home gym and maybe they follow like Mayhem's programming yes, or something of course. like this, yeah, but they yeah. are, yeah. you know, they're, they're not in and like they're in the community and that they go to all the comps and they're mm. kind of back, you know, different back, environments backstage at all the comps yeah, and they know yeah, all yeah. the people here yeah. and there. And it's like, yeah. yeah, but I think you're missing. I think it's easy for you to be critical of CrossFit because you're just focusing in on the sport the and the mistakes that they make and things like that. Of course. And you're not day in, day out at your local affiliate and seeing yeah. what's, Tra- what's going yeah. on there. Yeah, of course, mate. I agree with that. Um, the thing is, mate, a prime example, like if you asked me five years ago before I started renovating my second house that you would be training at six o'clock in the morning with a load of other dads having a laugh and enjoying it, I'd just be like, yeah, soft sort of thing. That's no chance of that happening, yeah, but now I do it. Athlete. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just, mate, I enjoy my, I have to sleep. Um, But now obviously three children, what is sleep? But um, yeah, so it's kind of nice. I'm in that environment at the bottom of the table, really, where you're training with people who have everyday lives, everyday stresses, like say, I'm, it's good because a lot of the guys that train in the morning, they're dads and they've all got kids and they're like, I need to train today because I can't get home from work. And it's nice because you get like Ollie in, Baxter in, Cookie, Yanni, loads of like usual faces. And when you're having a bit of a down day where you haven't had much sleep, we all come and we lift each other. I go to work and I feel so much better. Um, and I feel that I can deal with the day. Like I deal with people, idiots all day in my sort of field. So, and that, that's kind of been, but I've, I've, obviously I was never good enough to be at games or regionals or anything like that, but I've been to regionals and what, like watching Shaxx and Ollie and it's just, it's just that different, or there are the media there, there are like, it's when it was all blasted over YouTube and it's a different environment, mate. It's very, it's a lot more expectation and, and so forth, not more stress on the athletes where if you go in and train on your own floor and the dance floor like there, there's no pressure. You just go and have fun and that's what it's about. And you can bury yourself and no one's going to judge you on it. So, yeah, I, I kind of understand what you mean. It's, I feel that if you start from the bottom and work your way up, you appreciate the whole system. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I'm just like, so I'll, I'll hopefully train later. Yeah. Yeah. At eight and similar vibe at eight. Like, why are you coming in at eight o'clock? Yeah. Because that's when you can get in. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, yeah it's, definitely. It's, it's those people that are. Absolutely. I can't get, you know, it, and, I, and I started doing that when the kids were younger and mm. it was sort of, I could do story time, bath time, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. And yeah. Then, yeah. Of course. Then you've got your hour, 45 yeah. minutes yourself. It's some doubt for me, mate, when I think I did, it was Battle of the Boxes and it was, it was still when we were down at Wandsdyke and we had a really good team. But I remember we got to the semi-finals and every athlete had a movement, but it was a team of six, I think, or a team of five. And they announced all the movements. There was like hang power cleans, double unders, burpee box jumpers. I'm like, this is banging. Then it was like deadlifts, 130 kilos. And all of the team looked at me. I went, great. And I remember I I stood under the rig in the semifinals and I was the last to go in the team because I was the last movement. And next to me was a 20-year-old student. He was six foot four. He was built like someone off Game of Thrones. And next to me was a 21-year-old who owned his own gym. And they're both like, oh, so what are you doing tomorrow? I'm going to have a recovery. Oh, I've got a lecture in the morning. They looked at me. I went, what are you doing tomorrow? I was like, I've got under square meaning, uh, ceiling the plaster, mate. So this is going to be awful. But I, I'll i always have that competitiveness in me. I'm like, I'm going to show you. Do you know what I mean? And I went toe-to-toe with them because it was only 30 reps. But I remember at the end, they just walked off. Nice to meet you, mate. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And they, I was like, I need someone to fix my back for me right away. So that's when the realization was in, it is, it's a young man's game, mate. It's like anything. It's like pro, pro, premiership football. Premiership rugby, tennis. When you're young, you bounce back from the knocks. You it doesn't take as you can get out of bed in the morning without needing assistance. So that's kind of where my realization was. Where I was like, yeah, maybe you're uh, you're never good enough when you're in your peak. Let alone when uh, you're old and battered and crunched yeah. up like a packet of crisps. So yeah, it's um those sort of things. But then it's a good thing because then you just look at things differently. And priorities and everything else come into play, don't they? So, yeah, different goals, different ob- objectives, and and, yeah. and and I guess you know you've already done a lot of the hard stuff in life, so you could, so that you can yeah. do this to complement it. Whereas somebody yeah. else is like, well, I, I could do the gym and that because my life is absolutely perfect at the moment, perfectly yeah. balanced for this. Yeah, and then it's like, okay, well now this has come along, this has come yeah, along, yeah, and this yeah, has come yeah. along. Yeah. You still going to the gym? Yeah, and st- like the thing is, like if you're working nine to five, or if you're a student, you're young and hungry you have that time. And the thing is like you ask people who've been to regions like Al, Shax, Ollie, it's not, it's obviously you need to have that talent, but you have, you need the emotion as well, mate. Like I've done qualifiers where I'm sitting in the top hundred to qualify for a competition and some, it comes up, which is my wheelhouse. And I'm like, I'm going to smash that. And then the buzzer starts going, you're like, 
I've overthought this. I'm emotionally drained before I've even started. And then it just hits you like a train. Whereas if you go in more relaxed, it's like, so when you're at, when you're at the high levels, you need that emotion as well. And it, it's surprising how much you need it. You don't realize how much you need it. So it kicks you in the face and you're like, yeah, there's something seriously wrong here. So when you, when you throw other things into the pot in your life, like you've got to stay on at work for an extra two hours because you've got to wait for your boss or you've got to wait for a customer to come in or the kids are poorly. So you've been up all night or do you know what I mean? Or like the van's not started. So you have to wait and then you have to catch those hours up. It, everything comes into play, mate. But when it's just you and you've got your little flat or little house and you're living with a load of students, yeah, I train for six hours today. Don't get me wrong. It's like amazing yeah. when you're that age. But as you get older, it's like, I remember those days where I just pissed my life away in the gym. Well, I came in... Um... The other morning, I think it was doing like the 9.30 class with Rochelle. Yeah. And the night, like Emily had been in our room at one o'clock, at two o'clock, at three o'clock, just hadn't slept. Yeah. But anyway, got up at sort of six, got ready, taken Harvey to school early in the morning. Yeah. And, and I remember taking him to school, coming back and be like, oh, actually, I thought I was going to feel a lot worse than this. I feel pretty good considering I got almost no yeah. sleep. Yeah. And then I think the workout was, it was, um, it was like three rounds of, thrusters oh wow uh, thrusters and box jumps oh nice and then a rest like a bit of rest and then three rounds again and the weight was going up oh that was awful that was um yeah i remember there was enough plates so i had to go all at 60 oh, kilos on that and joey was just grinning like a kid on christmas eve he was laughing at me um yeah even shacks did that and that is a bit of Sh adam shackle and he was like i did it and i was yeah i went pale i i <laughs> I did the first set of thrusters and box jumps, got back to the bar and I was like, oh. Yeah, there was oh, burpees in there I've, as well, wasn't it? Yeah, I've, yeah. I've got, I've nothing. got nothing. Yeah. Like, there's no energy anywhere. Yeah, and definitely. And the thing is, like, some like fair play, some people go, I'm not doing it, and leave. Whereas I'm a bit more stupid and I'll be like, oh, too stubbornness, I'm not quitting. When actually you benefit more from just going, I haven't got this today, but you feel that, oh, I need to be in because I haven't got time yeah. and you just get on with it. But it's not until after you go, yeah, that hit me like a train. Yeah, I did um, change my game plan because I, I, I'd already <laughs> got the plates out that I was like, oh, and this is the yeah. jumps I'm going to do. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. that changed. Yeah. Quite dramatically. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but yeah. I did. I, my, that, the goal then just became, let's just finish this. Yeah, let's yeah. Let's just get uh, to the end. And, mate, it, the thing is, if you stay lighter, you get more of a workout out of it. If you're pinned under the bottom of a bar and it's like, it just upsets you because it's like, I've got nothing. It's like Mike Tyson said, mate, everyone's got a plan until they're punched in the face. And there's no, there's no truer yeah. world. And there's nothing worse than being punched in the face by every barbell, mate. Trust me. Thruster, yeah, yeah, well, thrusters are renowned. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They can be a bit of a bastard, can't they? Bless them. So, so for somebody who's, you know, very humble and modest about their abilities, oh, yeah. we've got something big coming up. Of course. Uh, very soon. Yep. Um, so we've mentioned, you know, that you did 14 girls. We've mentioned that you did multiple marathons yeah, and yeah, rows yeah. runs and that yep yep this is this is different insane. beast <laughs> different beast so you're gonna do 48 wads in 48 hours is that correct that's correct why <laughs> <laughs> um many reasons why mate um no, i got the idea originally i remember I, it was a fair few years ago um ollie and a few others oh wait, it was mainly for alex cook's uh son who's severely disabled wonderful wonderful lad um and they did 24 hours and i went over and i just got over a knee injury and i, I walked in and ollie, ollie's like i bet you're chomping to be doing this with us so i said i am but it's not about me you know i'm coming in and i just want to spot i bought them over some food and i they had the, i walked in it was like a one rep max ring dip and i was like man i gotta find a nemo elbow i ain't got no good at that so we did it and and i remember they finished and i asked ollie how it was and I think this was before he, it definitely before he had Jasper, I think. And he was like 48 hours next. And it was in my head. And I was like, yeah, I want a piece of that. And I remember after I rode the marathons, I went over to a master's competition with Mason over at Dragon. Um, and I was chatting to a guy from GB and he was like, what's next for you? And I, I was, I was still very like, I want to raise more money for Dorothy house. Um, so yeah. And it was, it's always been there, but the problem is, mate, like you say, life got in the way. I've started a family, a beautiful family, which I'm incredibly lucky to have and renovated two houses. But there's always been that little bit in the back of my mind. Um, doing it for Dorothy House Hospice, which if you're around the Bath area, Bath, Wiltshire area, you know exactly what it is. Incredible, incredible. But sadly, you don't know how special it is until you're in the middle of it. It's kind of like, 
like COVID situation, mate, we didn't realize how resilient people were until you go through it and then you come out the other side. They basically took care of my auntie who um, <clears throat> was an incredible inspiration in my life. And they took care of her when she was suffering with cancer. So yeah, they, they took amazing care of her. And I, it was the hardest week of my life, but it also shaped me quite well. So yeah, being in that environment and I just, in a nutshell, I, I have a goal in mind of how much I want to race for them. Then I'll stop. Right. But it's, someone said to me after I rode the marathons, I think I raised just done about 10 and a half grand when I rode the marathons. And they were like, why didn't you just jump out of a plane even? Or why don't you just have a cake? So why don't you run the path half? I went, most people can do that. And you only raise, you still, it's an amazing thing to yeah. do, but you still don't raise the money that I want to raise. If you want to, if you want to raise a lot of money, you have to turn people's heads like doing what I did. And also just be a little bit vulnerable in your emotions. Cause I'm not an emotional person, but you have to be a bit vulnerable while you're doing it. So yeah. that's, um, so that's kind of the goal to, but yeah, so 48 hours on the hour, every hour, start a new workout. I basically sat down with CrossFit Stumbledore today. Ollie went through the program and then he looked at it and went, mm, this will yeah. kill you. 48, 48 heroes. He said, the thing is, he said, you've got the resilience to get through it, but you want to get to Nancy at the end and be able to do an overhead squat. He said, but if you do everything like that, he's like, you may end up just walking for 400 meters and doing air squats. He said, so that's not Nancy. I'm like, okay. So we've shipped it about a bit, mate, and there'll be a few... Not recovery sessions, but instead of doing Murph or row for 20 minutes, like, but obviously go in, yeah. but it's where you just trying to recover and still get something decent, if that makes sense. So yeah, I think, but yeah, it's, um, it's going to be tough, mate, but there's still a little bit of fire inside me from what happened to me 10 years ago, losing Louise. So I will have to dig into that emotion at some point, but hopefully not too soon, but yeah. The biggest challenge for me is going to be my body. I'm a lot older now and I tend to cramp a little bit in the middle of the night if I've gone for a run with Tinner or something. So, but yeah, let's hope, let's hope it does, hope it holds, holds out, mate. Yeah. I'm just getting like PTSD flashbacks to the triathlon and the yeah, cramping yeah. that I got there. Yeah. Well, the the triathlon was a big wake up call for me. Um, and it's very, you ask anybody who trains, anybody who plays sport, if you underestimate something, you normally get bitten in the ass. And I went in triathlon, everyone was there. Like, Shax was there, Mansbridge was there, and loads of people I haven't seen for such a long time, Carl Stebman. And it was such a good environment. And I went out, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to smash this. I'm going to obliterate this. Bike, first two hours, fine. On the run, and I was going, and I just remember I cramped. And it's the first time in my life when my body's gone, no, absolutely not. You're not going. Your mind's running away. And it was very, very humbling, mate. It brought me that back down to earth with a bang. And of course I got bantered for it and that's fine. I've been in rugby environments where you drop a ball and it's like, you should have caught that and you get the banter. So I'm used to that. But I went home and it's the first time I realized that my body has to be looked after. Like I hadn't been on a physio bench for God knows years. And that's my fault, but it was very, very humbling. It was very much like you need to take care of yourself. So this time I've approached this a lot more with a lot more respect like the amount you you get it, mate, where you speak to people in the class are like, oh, I looked at that and thought that workout was gonna be fine, and then five minutes in my ass has fallen out and I'm literally seeing stars. That's when you don't respect what's in yeah. front of you. So yeah, I think triathlon, it kind of woke me up a little bit, mate. I kind of thought I was a little bit indestructible, but then that happens to you and it's like, whoa. Well, See, I, yeah. I knew I wasn't indestructible and I, <laughs> and that was the worst thing is that I really tried to prepare for it. I was, you know, I, I'd had all the, like the salt tablets and all of that and yeah. I'd been taking it in the lead up to it and yeah. I was really, Definitely. really concerned. I'd been told, watch out for cramping. Last time that was a big issue. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, we did the bike first, which was the one I was most concerned about because yeah. I'm awful on the bike. So, yeah. and we, we actually did pretty well on the bike yeah 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 um, and then we went on to the run which was the one that i was support, supposed to be yeah like good at yeah and we started running and i know one or two in the team were like starting it, to cramp up a little bit so they eased they, off they took they like took a couple of breaks yeah and i just remember my leg was like it just started to pinch a little bit as it kind of got to my yeah and i just jumped on and ran yeah i'm like when i got and i remember at one point i got off and i just my whole leg locked up could have not could not move 
like just fell to the floor in so much pain on the floor. Shaq's filming me, yeah. laughing in the corner. <laughs> the general, and, yeah. Until he got to the point. Still where, no sympathy, yeah. Where, well, it got to the point where he's like, oh, I think I actually have to go over and help him out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was, mate, it was kind of like the scene at a Saving Private Ryan at one point. I remember I was about 30 minutes into the run and I was feeling good. Like my lungs were feeling fine. Mentally, I was fine. But I remember just looking around and people are dropping. And I'm like, and then I was on the run. I was like, yeah, whatever. And I was like going. But then I remember I looked at Al and Tinner and the, like the, the gods, the Greek oh. gods, so to speak. And I remember looking at them and one of their blokes was like a lobster. He like, he was literally, he couldn't open his hands. And I was like, this is this is bad. It's kind of like it was it was a wonderful thing to do. The atmosphere is incredible, but the fact it was about twenty six degrees didn't help. But I think you could have you could have drunk all the salt in the sea, mate. I don't think it would have uh, saved well, many people. The thing I realised is I have an issue with cramp, similar to what yeah, you yeah, were saying, yeah, of course, with cramping in general. Because you know when it's like after the fact, that I was thinking, oh yeah, I remember the other day, like there was maybe the week before, two weeks before, we were doing weighted chin ups. Yeah. And, you know, obviously I'm one of the shorter people at the bar. There's nothing wrong with so being I've short, to, mate. I've got to like stretch quite far yeah. to grab the bar. Absolutely. And I remember like stretching to grab the bar to swing under with yeah. the weight belt on, or, you know, the belt on with yeah, the weight yeah, belt. Yeah, 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 Got a cramp in my leg. Yeah. Just from, from like stretch. And then I was like thinking back going, oh yeah, actually I get cramps quite a lot. Mate, and, I, and, I, and you kind of don't yeah. register it. And And now, like last couple of months, I was getting them. Like every day, just all the time. Well, when I'm working, like my hand was cramping. Yeah. So I've, I've, I'm doing everything now, all the magnesium, all the, you know, I'm yeah, doing whatever yeah. I can to try and stop that. So in retrospect, I was like, yeah, yeah, not surprised. Yeah, yeah. Mate, it's, it's one of those things. I mean, I'll go back to like back in the day. Um, but when we were talk- like on a Thursday, it used to be called the Mansbridge Power Hour. And it was kind of like, it was kind of like the Coliseum. Who's going to be the last one standing? Mansbridge would just be like, right, we're doing this, this, and this. And Mason would be like, yeah, but let's add the weight. And then and it'd just be like free-for-all. But we'd spend half an hour, 45 minutes stretching and just opening everything up. And then you go. You go into the Coliseum, and then you'd be prepared. But we I used to do that every day. But now, like because I have such a busy life, I don't want to spend. I know it's stupid, and people listening, well, that's your own fault. But I don't want to spend an hour. I want to spend an hour burying myself and enjoying my training because there's nothing worse. I remember before Sid, like Emma was like, right, come in, do some stretching. Do not do any of the classes. Take it steady. I was like, right, fine. And I'm stretching. And like all my training, part, oh, look at the wanker in the corner. Oh, here he is, the elite. I'm like, lads, I'm just having a stretch. Oh, athlete. And it's like, I just want to train with you, <laughs> mainly so I can spank you. But at the same time, it's like, it, I rightly so, it's banter, but it's just about MOTing yourself, mate, and looking after it. But yeah, it's I I I do go back to like the times when I was fit and what I did, and luckily, like because I played a decent level of rugby, I got good physio, and I went to see my physio, my old rugby physio, every day, and just because I got so many knots, and he's like, the problem is, mate, you're as stiff as a board, you don't stretch, and he's like, you've got injuries all over your body, but your good muscles cater for those injuries, so when you've got those injuries looking after, they can't look after other things. He's like, and that's why you cramp. He's like, you're obviously tight, but he said, of course you need to stretch. He said, I could sit here and say to you, you need to do this and this. I said, mate, I'm not a full-time athlete. Do you know what I mean? You look at the guys who are regional games, they do Ronwad. They'll, they'll, they'll get up at half past eight, sit on their balcony, have a cup of tea or like a Derek Trotter drink and they'll stretch. And that's great because you need to do that at that level. Same with professional football or whatever. But I'm, I've got to go to work, mate. I've got to earn some money. So if I turn up on site and start doing yoga, first of all, I'm going to get bandered to the hill. And secondly, I don't get paid because I don't get any work done. So, I would, but I would like to see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm sure a lot of people, I get um, I get a bit of uh, mud thrown at me, I'm sure, mate. But it's everyone's lifestyles are different. You've just got to try and fit in what's best for you. It's kind of like diets, everything. You find what's best for you and just, and it your happiness is the main thing. And as long as you're happy, then that's half the battle, isn't it, really? I find personally. I, I have realized that we need to speak about the wad, the 48, the 48 Yeah, wad. yeah, of course. Um, because people go, oh, I'm tuned in to hear that. And the, you know, the problem <laughs> yeah, is, I'm just talking about your no, barrel. Yeah. Know, the problem is, you know, is I didn't get you on before. Yeah. Because yeah, I know yeah. people had asked to have you on before this was Yeah, of course. Because obviously, yeah. long time nice. member. So the, yeah. you've got all the stories. So I look forward to the future episode where it is just a. Right, tell yeah, us all, feral chat. all the dirt on yeah. every coach yeah. that's been here. We'll say it a true when that one comes out, mate. Cut yeah. the Jaegers and all that. 
but for now um so you're doing so when does it, it starts on thursday the so thursday the 20th of july um it was going to start at four o'clock uh, but me and ollie have decided it's probably going to start at midday just because i'll be up for nine hours before the start so yeah, he's like i'm concerned that you're going to be awake for 60 hours yeah, before you even consider going to bed i was like i never thought of that and this is why i love him and respect him more than anything because he's like Obviously, you may not yeah, think you're like, that, well, obviously, I'm, I'm going to go to work first. I'm yeah, going to do yeah. a full day of work well, before I come back. Yeah, I was going to go to work and put a set on, but I better cancel that job that day. Um, so, yeah, it's so, yeah, it starts at midday. At the moment, it's going to start at midday on the 9, uh, 20th of July, first, and it's going to go right through to Saturday, the 12th, uh, at midday. Um, there's going to be like social and stuff at the Moorfields after. Um, but obviously, Ollie has said you'll be straight to bed. But then, yeah, so that's the plan. 48 hours, um, 48 was in 48 hours. If I can survive, that would be most wonderful. So yeah, that that's the plan, mate. And just go, everyone get involved. I'm looking forward to it because I think we all know the world's at the moment. There's a lot of negativity going around. And there, I'm obviously, I'm, I'm not loved by everyone. So there'll be people who don't like me who can come down and secretly watch me suffer. So which will be there'll be the wonderful. people that come down on the Friday. Yeah, yeah, Friday and Saturday morning. And, yeah, look at him, shambles. But yeah, so that's the plan, mate. It's it's very simple. It's obviously very challenging, but it's very simple at the same time. But there's obviously things going on. There's some wonderful girls that are helping me organise it. Uh, uh, Laura Pinnock and uh, Emily Cooper and Nicola Pyers, many others, and obviously my partner Kerry. They're all helping organise. And they're going to get raffle going, bake sale. You know, Jodie Oakley's going to be there, like Mary Berry, making loads of stuff. So it would be good. And then there's going to be Friday Night Lights, which is I'm really excited about. And we got a couple of announcements there. And then just like, I think there's going to be hog roast and pizzas and stuff like that. So it's it's not one of those you just turn up and do a workout. You can turn up, chat, and hopefully the weather's nice. So people can stand out and have a chat. And uh, yeah, so it'd be nice, mate. Hopefully it just is a nice community event, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, and I think the fact that it's... Uh, 48 wads yes. is very open to like, very accessible isn't it yeah, so if, absolutely if, you know, if it was you know we were talking off mic about some of the stupid things I've done as well and if yeah. it's like a thousand burpees someone yeah. can go oh you know I, I can't you know I yeah. don't want to do a thousand burpees or, yeah. or you know, there's a limiting factor in actually being able to kind of do the thing yeah of course um, but it's a wad so maybe you know what you've got planned is yeah this of course but, but there's like anything you can you scale, can scale it. there are people like Louise's uh one of Louise's godsons, he wants to come in and do it. And he's a really tall lad, lovely kid, loves his football. But he's like, I want to come in, but he said, I'm not fit enough to cross I said, mate, that's the biggest myth ever. You don't have to be fit to start. And do this is why this is this is what I talk about earlier, like the the foundation of CrossFit. Like there's everyone, all different shapes and sizes, ages. Like I'm I've got as I've said, I've got the genetics of a goldfish, mate. I'm not shredded. I'm no Greek god. That perfect when I was at Sid and I was stood next to Justin and Harriet, who are both Greek gods and I'm just a little Greek. Do you know what I mean? But it's 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 for everyone. So he's gonna come in. So there may be like a one rep max back squat or yeah. like something. It's very simple, like box jumps and rowing. So that where people can get involved and if they can just test the water and see what it's about. Like intros is running, ring rows, and things like that. It gets yeah. people in to it's to give you the taste of it. So obviously I'll be uh, I'll be in bit of a pickle yeah. but as long as it, it just opens people's eyes a bit and that's what i'm looking forward to yeah i think if you ever wanted to beat emo in a workout wait till saturday <laughs> oh, come mate, over there's not mate if you ever want to beat me on a workout just chuck the rings or chuck the rig involved and uh and chuck running yeah. in there and any body weight just it would be fine <laughs> so so here's a question are these favorable ones for you no 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 so that Absolutely means they not. might be favorable to me though. mate there is there is the thing is, the obviously the original fourteen girls are in there. Oh, are they? And a few of them, obviously, I wouldn't say any wad favors me really. I just it's, I've if you watch me move, you watch any, I speak to any coaches and ask me about him, he moves terribly, moves terribly. I don't move like elegantly like an Alec Harwood. Like like it's like it's like listening to the Beatles watching Al move. It's it's glorious, but I move. But then I I just dig in and get things done. And I'm able to just sit in that zone six and just suffer, but it's not the most efficient way to get it. it no, down, it's not me, but it gets it, it done. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> say, if you want to show someone moving beautifully, you show them Alec Harwood or Rich Ronin or someone like that. You don't watch me, absolutely not. So, mate, the thing is, 
there are going to be like this running in there. There's a lot of body weight and I'm not good at body weight. Like I said, mate, I'm built like a bowling ball. So I'm not built for that sort of stuff, but it's kind of, it's just me a challenge in itself. Like there, there'll be a couple of wads where I'm like, yeah, it'd be fine. But after 26 hours, the last thing I want to do is touch a barbell. You know what I mean? So it's, it's a different sort of tactic and gameplay for it. So we'll just have to, um, yeah, we'll just have to see what man's wrist chucks in there. But I think, yeah, it, 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 I like I, I love hero wads, mate. I love and it, like you say, there could be burpee muscle ups in there or whatever. I love stuff like that where you finish and you're like, I've earned a cookie today, yeah. or I've earned a bit of cake, or forty eight cookies. Yeah. Like it's like when we do stuff like structured stuff, which we obviously need to do, like weighted box step overs. Like there's, I'll message Shaq sometimes. What was that workout? And he's like, mate, you don't need to suffer every day. And I'm like, well, I like it. He goes, mate, you don't. And then Ollie's like, it's like your veg, mate. You have to do those things. You can't just have meat all the time. You need to have veg. So, yeah, yeah I'm very much like that. So, but yeah. Shaxa said to me, Shaxa said, if you want to just make people suffer, you said it's the easiest thing to do. I yeah. just stick them on the assault bike for sprints. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. Oh, you've got to do all this other stuff. We've had this conversation. I mean, I'm looking forward to Wednesday. We've got to establish a, a one rep max. Um, Super deadlift. No, well, yeah. no, it's the PVC pipe jump over. Oh, yeah, shackle, yeah. Well, it, w me and him have had, not heated, but heated banter, I call it, over sumo deadlift. He's like, yeah, but they're very good for you. I'm like, no, no, no. I was like, the moment they do a one rep max sumo deadlift at the games, I will start respecting it. And then I think Castro must have had a word with man's brace and it shuts him in there. But it's they are efficient. It's just because if I don't enjoy something, it's like, ugh. Yeah. But it's like anything, you have to do... It's like the greens. You have to eat your greens. So, but yeah, mate, we will, um, it, it, like you say, the wads don't favor me at all. Like, right. obviously Murph's going to pop up, run in two miles, mate, pull-ups. There's nothing in Murph that suits me at all, apart no. from sitting down at the end. So, yeah. Because yeah. there are, there are going to be, I mean, you're saying things like Murph are popping up, but there, there's literally workouts in there that someone does and that is like, oh, I accomplished yeah. Yeah, X, and you're like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then yeah, you're yeah. like, I accomplished X yeah. and 47 other words. <laughs> <laughs> it's what I go back to, mate. To raise a lot of money for a very special cause, you've got, you've got to go and try something. Like I said to Ollie, I don't know anyone who's done 40 hours. I know over the last couple of years, the, the 24 hour thing has become a bit of a thing. I know they did up in Gloucester. The two Marines did 24 hours of Hero Awards, and that is incredible. So I just thought, why not? Let's just see what happens. Um, I've been watching Ross Eagley a little bit, a um, guy who swam around Britain and get yeah, a bit inspired by him. But he, he swam around Loch Ness. We tried to swim around Loch Ness six times and he's like, someone's done it once and I just want to see how far. And people are like, well, why do it six times? Why just do it three or four times? But he's like, I just want to go and see, see how far I can push my body. Well, and I'm kind of a little bit like that as well. Well, well you are, because I was thinking something when you said, you know, they did 24. And so obviously the the next number yeah. is forty eight. Yeah, not thirty six. Yeah, no, it's forty eight. We've got to double it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because I always think when I like I never I never did any running. Like I ran here. Mm. I wouldn't go running. Yeah. And then when COVID hit, we couldn't do anything else. Yeah. I went running. So I was like, well, what do people run? <laughs> well, they run a five k. So first run five k. Yeah, yeah. Did that a couple of times. Awful. And, and then Awful. I was like, oh, I need to run a bit further. Yeah. What's the next number? It's yeah. obviously ten. Yeah. There's no, there's no seven. Yeah, it's yeah, five, yeah, then yeah. ten, and you're like well, twenty-four. Yeah, obviously forty-eight is the, yeah. the logical jump. Yeah, it's um, yeah, twenty-five mate. would have bested them. Yeah, it's it mate. It just makes you look a bit of a dick if you do twenty-five. If I'm honest, thirty-six. I think it was just because of what Ollie said that time. Yeah, and Tw it stuck with twenty-four me. hours and thirty minutes makes. Yeah, you yeah, or twenty-four hours and a minute or something. But yeah, mate, that's kind of where. Yeah, forty-eight is where it's at. I mean. Every person I speak to, it's like, must be savage, me. And I'm like, I know. That's the point. But that's the point. Like, if if I can be, someone can video me going, look at this twat, and I'm crawling, but I'm still moving. But it, and people see it and they donate. It's like when you watch Children Need Comet Relief and you see an inspiring video, it makes people donate. I feel that if you do something that want, it makes people want to donate. Because, mate, it's amazing because charities need us more than ever. Like... I see it all the time. People are going to do the free peach challenge or they're going to climb Ben Nevis or they're going to, they're going to do a cake sale or a coffee morning. They raise like 150 pounds for their favorite charity. And it's amazing that they can do that because these charities need it. Like when Louise was in 
Dorothy House, mate, it was seven grand a day to keep the place running. That's before anything started. And that was back in 2013. As Unless you've been living under a rock for the last 10 years, everything is very, very expensive. Even like my work, like materials, everything has just gone through the roof. So it's kind of, you. everything costs so much money now. So yeah. And a special place like that needs yeah. just a little bump. Yeah, and, and I think there's, you know, you mentioned before, there's so many problems and there's so many charities fighting so many yes. different problems. Yes. And there's only x amount of cash going of course around there is. Of so course it's there also is. like you know it's not it's sort of oh well, you know i want this, this these people i think i want to raise money for them yeah and you know other people are raising money for of there's course. like all these different and they're all good causes they're like this is the problem causes. they're all good causes yeah like guide dogs rspca they're all wonderful mate and mcmillan things like yeah. cancer research they're all wonderful i remember i was working for someone just after lockdown and she her mother sadly passed away of alzheimer's and my granddad died of dementia and I remember just chatting to her and she said, I work for her, my volunteer, because she used to be quite high up in the NHS. And she said, I volunteered, like sitting with people about someone's reading with them and stuff. She goes, within three months of lockdown, they lost 40 million pounds because they didn't have people doing anything. Do you know what I mean? And that's one charity. That's a big charity, Alzheimer's UK. Like, so you think of all the little ones that really struggle, like Dorothy House and places like that, which rely so much on. The good thing about Dorothy House, it's touch so many people and the work that they do like you spend time with those people and they're the salt of the earth it's like nurses who work with kids mate they're sick you're just like you're incredible and they're like no no i'm just doing it pay me bill i'm like no you're incredible because it takes someone special to do that job i generally believe i know it's a bit cheesy but you you're put on this earth to do a certain job like some people are destined to be teachers mums doctors whatever but doing that job because you you can't just switch it off like I spoke to people who work there and they're like, when people go to these hospices, it's not 80, 90 year old people who've like my grandparents, who've both sadly passed away recently, but they've had wonderful lives. You're looking at 30 year olds who've just had children. Yeah. Like, and if you're looking after someone like that or dealing with someone like that, you're supporting them, but then you you think you get in your car and just leave it there. It's the same as the no. police, mate, or you see something drastic. It don't happen, mate. So it, it's, it takes special people to do that role. And I'm the people who looked after Louise, I remember when Louise passed away, I was sat with her and nurse come in and she's just treated with the utmost care. Mm. And I'm like, that was really, really nice. She goes, well, it's how it should be. Yeah. And it, but the moment I left the room, I felt so at ease and happy because everyone is just an aura. It's not a death aura where it, that's where people go to die. It's a very special place. Um, and I often go out there. There's people here who are losing loved ones, whatever. So you pull yourself together, but it's just very nice. Like at Christmas, they put a Christmas tree out, they have fireflies and it's good for all the family. So it's like people are going to be like, you're going to be suffering. I'm like, I will suffer, but is it really suffering? Yeah. Like you sit with kids or a parent who are losing a young parent or people who are a mom and dad are losing their child in Dorothy house or they're with a sick kid in the hospice. That's suffering, mate. Do you know what I mean? That I'll be after doing this 48 hours, all right, I may be battered. I ripped hands for a couple of weeks. Everyone off the intro, when they go full throttle on their first pull-up workout, they all rip their hands. All right, I may pull muscles. I may bust up my knee a bit, my shoulder, but in time I'll get better. Yeah. Whereas those people live in that suffering. And it's a suck because I've lived that suffering, mate. And it is it's horrendous. So you when you are suffering, you've just got to you just gotta take a step back and go. All right, it hurts, but the buzzer will be done soon. I'll get saved as like when they're in the UFC, or he's been saved by the bell. It's kind of like me. So that's kind of where I'll go. And I remember just being sat with Louise the last week and the strength that she showed. Like, I train with Al. I'm lucky enough to train with Al. Ollie, Shaq's not so ever, not very strong, but he was an amazing athlete. But the strength <laughs> that they show when I train with them, it inspires me to want to get stronger. But I remember Louise would be like, she'd be laughing joking with people, saying goodbye to people, never going to see them again because she knows she's dying. And I'm like, how are you doing this? Like how? And then people come in and cry with her because they don't want her to die. Like I didn't want her to die, but I never cried in front of her. But she held that strength. And I'm like, you're another level because you show that emotion, but you also keep it together. And then two days later, she's gone. And it's like, but two days ago, you were smiling, you were laughing with people. And it just shows that if you show that love, then 
but she died in a very beautiful place. And that's why I, I feel that I want to do stuff for him because I make, I've got famous friends that can for a massive concert or I can't, yeah. I've got loads of money, like loads of people where I could donate, but I have got an ability to go in zone six and suffer for a little while to raise a bit of money, use fitness as a benefit. Do you know what I mean? Or even a long while. Well, yeah, well, yeah, 48 <laughs> hours can be long. I mean, I've been to Benidorm a few times, mate, and that's going to help me out, I think. <laughs> yeah, I've been in the Trobridge house for over 60 hours as well. That didn't go down well, but yeah, it's little things like that. So yeah, yeah it's going to be a long slog, but the community we have at CrossFit Bath is, is special. And every year, like we sit down at Christmas, they give out awards and I look around at everyone and I'm like, those three boys created that. Like I met my missus through CrossFit Bath. I'm sat next to Hoppo and Lottie and they've, they've got children. I've got children because of CrossFit. Like it is like, there's loads of people that have met through training and it's wonderful. Do you know what I mean? And that's what those three boys guys have created. So it is a special place. I know it's cheesy and people who don't like CrossFit like, oh, what a dick, you're in the cold. But it's, it is that, it is a great environment to be in because it just, it helps in so many ways, if that makes sense. And so I think you were saying to me earlier, like if people want to get involved, it's all going to be on Wadboard. So it's going to be very much the same as, and I imagine there will be more, more announcements coming out of like course. once yeah. you know once Mate, it's but you just got to keep things like that simple so if you yeah. want to come in like all the members it's same as you if you want to book a class just come on book in and be like right i want to do fran at six o'clock in the morning you'd obviously be off your head if you did do it but um you sign on just one board like normally but if people are outside the gym just email the gym yeah i think it's crossfitbath.com and uh literally just email and say i want to jump in they normally charge you for drop-ins, but I think there's going to be no charge, but you donate before you get them on the floor because there's right, going to be yeah. QR. Big Will, Derek Trotter, he'd be, uh, he'd be wandering around with QR codes and his uh, cocktails, enjoying right. himself. But yeah, it's, well, he wants to roll with me, which is going to be a pleasure. So but yeah, it's very simple, mate. I think you've got to, you, as you know, mate, you've got to keep things simple to make it yeah. sort of accessible, if that makes sense. Yes. I'll put some links in here. For people so if they want to go to the that, so just giving page things. yeah if there's anybody rich on the donate yeah. a few few grand so i don't have to run the bath half pulling a sled at christmas time that would be lovely thank you <laughs> oh wow so i mean I, I i guess it's hard now because obviously it's all to come yeah so um but, it, but i think it's good for people to kind of know why you're doing it and of course and also see you know, and, and again, I think in the you put up a post recently in the well, I think the day it went up in the Facebook group. Yes, and and sort of in there, you're saying that you know, like I'm not a, no, I'm one of you. I'm not yeah. an elite level athlete. Who's yeah, because that's the other thing, isn't it? It's like this Olympians decided to swim either thing, and you're like, all right, well, he is an Olympian. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. It's life. no big deal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's the. Oh, I, I know I've done. I have. I've been very privileged to represent this. The representative gym over the years, and obviously the last couple of times I've been in the city team, I was uh, the Make a Wish athlete, mate. I was the uh, I was the big chink in the armor, but um, you know I was lucky enough, and it was always a great honor to represent Ollie Shackson Ed. But it, I am, I am. I'd like to think I'm one of the guys. So like, have a laugh. You can always chat to me. I've not got that ego about me. So it's um, yeah. It, it's I just like to. It just be nice. To, like there's people I never get to meet, and it'd be nice to, like. The thing is, mate, if I'm in the hole, which I'm going to be in for a long time, crawling through the trenches, if someone just comes up behind me, I've never met and be like, come on, let's keep going. It will give me that little lift. And it'd be like, thanks for that. Because you never know. It's like that saying, you never know what's going on beyond the ice. So yeah, and my eyes would be uh, quite sore. And, and I imagine, you know, if people are in Bath, there's probably a number of people that have had involvement with Dorothy House. Of that course. Maybe we don't. Of course. Know. I mean, as you were saying, Matt, like we had a friend recently who, who, who passed away. Yeah. You know, um, Sorry and, and again, similar thing. Not a, maybe in his early forties, but not still shouldn't you know, be happening, not, mate. Not still a, shouldn't be happening. Not a, I mean, you know, my my grandfather's not here, and they're not they're not in Bath, so he passed away a couple of weeks, a month ago, yeah, about six weeks ago, maybe. Yeah. But again, cancer. But he's you know he's, he's, much, he's had a wonder much life. older and yeah, 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 sort of thing. But again, like the care that he had in those. Last, in that, in, you know the last weeks it was really dragged out kind of thing and you yeah know, you think oh this could have gone another way if he did yeah. somewhere else and if people hadn't been caring for him yeah. so I, and i imagine and there's a number of times i've spoken with people about certain little topics like on here and then people have got to go back with 
oh, I didn't know that they'd gone through that. Do you know that I've gone through that? And mm. I haven't said, so I yeah. think it'll be a similar thing. Kind right? of opens the door a little bit. The thing is, is um, we don't talk about, generally we don't walk around introducing ourselves and like, oh, by the way, here's yeah, all my yeah, baggage. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I'm an ambassador for Dorothy House because of this, this and this. Um, yeah, I mean, like Emily Cooper, who's um, on one of the cross of AF committee, she said they were amazing with my mum. And she goes, and thank you for what you're doing. I was like, I haven't finished it yet. Like joking. I was like, but I speak to Emily quite a bit. She's a lovely lady, but it just shows like, and Ollie's mother-in-law, wonderful Fran, a wonderful, wonderful woman. She was careful by Dorothy House. And it, it sucks she's not here because she was a she was an incredible woman. But another woman, do you know what I mean? It's just, it is, it is, they 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 cast foreign white, mate. Um, but like you say, money don't grow on trees, especially out there. And everything costs so much money. Like, You've obviously got all the equipment that needs electrics, everything. They got like a little pond and little things for kids to go up and see. So everything costs a lot of money, mate. So, but it is one of those charities that everyone kind of knows, but they you don't know the great deal about it. unless you know somebody who works there or somebody who's been through that. It's like, yeah, it's a wonderful place. But they put on. I remember they every year they put on remembrance services at the Abbey, and I always take my mum. And it's lovely because sit there, sing carols. I think I'm Alan Jones, like singing my art out and stuff. But it's wonderful because there are people that need that. There, I look around and it's, there's sadness, but there's also a lot of love there because there's people who've just recently lost someone. And make Christmas time is when we think about Christmas and birthdays are the ones. So when they do stuff like that, it, it it's very nice. And they're always doing something. They're always giving something back to people and making sure that people are okay. That's what touched me the most is... I've actually got a very good friend, Emily Aspen, who she was a fundraising manager, but she's, I can't remember her role now, but I speak to her all the time. And she's a lovely woman, but she, after Louise died, she was like, I just want to make sure you're okay. I said, I'm fine. She goes, I know you're a typical man and all this, but I was like, I'm fine. But you go through that every emotion. Like, so it's, it's nice that they do that. It's a nice touch. Do you know what I mean? So, because they don't have to do that. It's not like they have, I wouldn't be mad if no one rang me because I can understand they're dealing with other stuff going on. Why worry about me? But they do. It's the little things that people do yeah. up there. And it's same with other hospices all around the country, I'm sure. But yeah, so it's a very special place, mate. But hopefully I can raise a ton of cash for them uh, while I suffer for a little while. And then, uh, yeah, that would be wonderful. But hopefully people can dig in yeah. and they raise some money. Yeah. That'd so be great. Join him. If you can't join him, donate. <laughs> if you can join and donate, even better. Even better, yeah. Um, and if you bring cake, then if you bring we'll be cake, friends for life. Uh, you guys will be friends. Nat, you'll be <laughs> looking very... Ta -ta -ta. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah. No, with Ed Mason was very almost like, are you eating that? He'd stare at me when I was eating some of that I shouldn't be. But this is the, one of the only occasions where I look at him and stick a uh, Torrent Bakery brownie down my throat and he can just say absolutely nothing to me because I'll need the sugar. But... Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. I quite often find myself going to the same supermarket as Mason. Sometimes he does look in my basket. <laughs> of course, yeah. I suppose he's wandering around. He, with he, his, he, uh, does, uh, he does look in my basket. And I'm yeah. like, I've got kids. I've got kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he caught he caught me once and I, I had a few guys working for me and I was like, they've worked really hard. <laughs> Go get him some cookies. I remember I walked out of Sainsbury's and he stood there and I'm like, you couldn't write it. Do you know what I mean? And he was like, are they yours? I'm like, no, he goes, I don't believe you. I was like, that's fine. Because I'll probably eat them before I get back to site anyway. So yeah, he's um, yes, he. If you've got Ollie Mansbridge, who's Dumbledore, he's a bit of a Snape, and he's uh, he's always got his eye on you, making sure everything's good. But then that's what good coaches are all about. Yeah. I'll be honest, I'm surprised by the number of Harry Potter references that have come up during this podcast. I yeah, wasn't expecting yeah. that. <laughs> um, everything else I was anticipating. That's yeah, yeah. the one thing that. Oh, like, mate, oh yeah. strange. Kids love it. So bless them. So it's so this will be out on. Mon if you're listening to this, it's probably Monday, the 10th, which oh gives goodness. people, uh, you know, 10 days. Yeah, so basically the workout should be announced. If they haven't been announced already, they should be announced within the next sort of 24 hours. Right. So, so uh, go yeah, back people can have those. a look and go, oh, I like that. Oh, no, that's not for me. So, yeah, hopefully there's a bit of thing for everyone. Like a lot of people have asked, is Fran going to be in there? And uh, we'll be pleased to know Fran will be in there. So Pleased to know <laughs> <laughs> not heavy frown or anything yeah. stupid someone oh, yeah. said are you gonna are you doing dt and i'm like dt is one of my favorite workouts and dt will be in there 
Um, they're like, why don't you do heavy DT? I went, because I'm not a games athlete. What yeah. about double TT? No. Yeah. It's just going to be five rounds, just plod yeah. and try and get it done within half an yeah. hour. It will only be <laughs> double TT if I've made a mistake and accidentally put it in <laughs> yeah. twice yeah. and I do it 12 yeah. hours later and I forget that yeah. I did it 12 hours ago. Don't get me wrong. I would love to do uh, double TT for some sick reason at some point in my life, but not oh, on the 20th. A, that's the future charity yeah, that's, event. Yeah, that's something that can maybe wait when I'm just having a nice recovery week. Right. Well, I was going to say all the best. Uh, we'll catch up with you during and after, I of think. Of course, mate. Um, I appreciate that'll it. that'll be fun. Thank and, you. And uh, I assume I'll see everyone listening to this there as well. Yeah, um, hopefully, mate. And uh, welcome, everyone. And, you know, let's try and raise some money all together. It'd be great. Yeah. For a very, very special charity. But, yeah, no, yeah. thank you to everyone that does come and everybody's donating. I really, really appreciate it. It really does mean a lot. Thank you.